tabletop time. And I'm Rob. I'm Dave. And I'm playing Delvin, who interrupts people. Sorry, you were saying, Brick? I am very insulted by you interrupting, young man. I'm an impetuous little scamp. I like to interrupt people when they're in the middle of something. I'm Brick. I'm a bodyguard for this impetuous young man. And he will live to regret interrupting me. Oh, I hope not. I, he's my bodyguard. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Jazza, the narrator, and I'm just relieved that he's living to regret anything considering the last session. <laughs> Fair. I'm Jen and I'm playing Catalina and I made a freaking fireball! You made thumbnail. That hey. was the coolest everything ever. Hey. Mm. Hey. We made a fireball. Hey. Oh, we, we did make a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Do a material thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, hold my hand. <laughs> All right. Do the other way. Dave's got tiny hands. Jen has like monster paws. So we pick up where we left off, which was, I think, the very moment that we left off the last chapter was Brick took his helmet off, just as his former master uh, said, what on earth is going on? And uh, look, there's so much to recap. Let's let's try and do a brief recap because it was so monumental that we do need to do it. How do we tackle this one, peeps? Um... Well, I think the only one that got tackled was Dalvin. He was held on the ground in a headlock for a little That's bit. That's true. There was a, a But essentially, session. we snuck through a city in some guards' uniforms and then uh, tried to get to in to see a larger shale, but we encountered some spire guards. and uh, The world's most perceptive spire guard. <laughs> who uh, recognized yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> he was also lightning quick and very, very strong. And he's very good with his weapons. They all were. That's fine. They're very well trained. But um, I was more taken by the fact that due to my lack of skill apparently being deceptive in that instance, he happened to know everything down to the shoe size of the man I was trying to interpret. <laughs> Oof. The way that all escalated was just magic. Oh, I love oh. it. Anyway, I, oh gosh, I later. slipped. <clears throat> I slipped over, tripped over and fell on a gentleman a few times. and then um, Happened to be holding a few points. Happened, I happened to be holding a knife. And then I slipped and tripped on another one and, and then accidentally, um, oh, butterfingers. I also partook in the stabbing. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, did, yeah, that was a really... We touched tips bonded. through a man. We did touch tips. <laughs> right through a man. Yeah. We sandwiched a man between us and touched tips. It was a shish kebab. Right. It was wonderful. <laughs> it, was very, very it was a intimate. bonding moment. Nothing more bonding than when you take a life together. Mm. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> I know this. <laughs> Feeling. <laughs> I demonstrated uh, strength and did not kill anyone. I just imagine a camera zooming in as that song's going and right in the middle there's just a squirt of arterial blood into the face. Uh, and Jen's fireball was just a very cool moment because uh, I didn't expect that ring to come in so useful. She went back outside when things, literally if she didn't step outside and do something... It, that was, I think it was going to be looking yeah. pretty bad for the party. But the fact that that worked together and built so well in a way that oh, I couldn't even think to script it that well. It just worked so well. Clicked Magic it, grabbed it. I threw a little bit of a destiny bone there and then it just went boom. Like Jen got to, Jen rolled to turn it into a silly? Can I make a silly suggestion? Can we get heart rate monitors? <laughs> we like, should, and have them like under each person for like intense moments you just flick it on and watch it go I to like it. 140, 150 I love it, that's great 
So that's sort of where we left off uh, after um, incinerating a whole bunch of uh, spire guards mm. and watching houses start going up. You all end up inside the rear entrance of Lady Eladra Shale's house, who is currently standing in front of you, silk colourful robes adorned with gold, looking wide-eyed and shocked, holding a glass of red Phelan wine. Well, out with it then. The door behind us closed. The door behind you is closed. I'm just going to put a few things out there at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Mere moments after, because there's been a couple of minutes that have passed since the big fireball thing happened and everyone scrambled, Mm. got your daggers, came back inside. Mm. You hear a distant bell that starts to go off, signifying something. Um, And Delvin is feeling particularly unwell. Now... We did specify that after stretching yourself so much that you have a level one injury based mm-hmm. on that magic. I'm adding to that. It's not a level two injury, but you have negative two to all of your roles right now, purely based on your sensitivity to magic. Mm-hmm. As the adrenaline of that last moment sort of wears off, you're feeling your body sort of tighten and almost like if you have a migraine and someone is like bashing a pan from behind you and outside the building, it's like there is something screaming at your very fibre of your being and it's coming from the direction of the spire. Mm. Um, uh, Madame... I would, have, I, would say, I would have taken my helmet off at this point. She like squints and... Sorry. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her a perception roll. Wait, Blake, is that, is that you? Yes, mistress. You've, you, your Ainsley's now, you've, you've come to, you've come to bring me to Ainsley and take me out of here. Wait, why are you wearing that? And who are these people? These are my companions. We have been traveling for some time since everything that happened. She, like, she looks pretty numb. Uh, Roll a perception check. I'll give this one just to Brick. Oh, actually, no, everyone else can make it, but Brick's challenge level three, um, and you both are challenge level four. Oh, that was close. close. Negative two. That was the same. Three. Three. What's my challenge? Three. Three. Are you sure it wasn't just three for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) I won't go further in detail, but I will say you both notice at least that she's not sober. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you got any particular attachments to this here property, lady? None at all. Well, gather your possessions. What is the meaning of all this? What is... And she, like, looks past you to the frosted sort of, like, coloured glass at the back of the door is sort of shimmering, flickering a bit. Mm-hmm. And there's that that bell hasn't mm-hmm. stopped and the, the, there's a distant clamour sort of happening. Very, very distant. I'm sorry, mistress. There was an altercation outside, but we are not here to take you to Ainsley. While they're talking, Delvin is 
moving around the room now, like kind of like deranged looking. Um, is there a fireplace? Yeah, there's there's some coals. Like there's still a bit of a bit of a fire in the corner. But it's Where like, are your linens? Uh, uh, my uh, servant is indisposed, but if you uh, look under the stairs, I'm sure you might be able to just do. drive off there, like. Are sort you, of shaking in this step. Are you wounded? Somebody, please explain to me what is happening. You talk, talk. Uh, um, I fear that it's not safe here. We should probably convene elsewhere. Uh, there's a terrible madness going on outside. Yes, well, I'm afraid I am unable to leave, so... Okay, you access her emotions. Oh, as you tap into her, mm-hmm. you sense a world of emotions but there's sort of like a general numbness that is used through alcohol to harness. She is, you're not reading clear emotions and that's intentional. She's drunk and not wanting to feel much. Sure. Delvin Um, is dragging like an armful of linen across the room. I'm going to give Brick a bit of a, like, shove, like. She walks up to you. And just, like, looks you up and down. Now, the state you're in, having just come out of that situation you've come out of, you'd be a little scruffy. Yeah. Yeah. So she looks at you like, you are in no state to represent or guard anyone. What is happening? Who? (sighs) I have been guarding my companions. And as I said, there was an altercation outside. It did not end well and probably will not get any better for some time. There is a very big fire raging outside. She walks past you as you say this and reaches out to grab the door and opens it up and looks outside. By this stage, I'm going to say like (laughs) one and a half buildings on each side at the end Mm. are engorged in flames. And it's starting to slowly crawl sort of like in this direction. It wouldn't get here immediately or anytime soon. Um, But beyond the flames, you can see people gathering. Uh, roll a perception check. Anyone near a window on the opposite side? I might give this one to... I'm, I'm busy. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're okay. Oh, I'm busy. Delvin's in the middle of something. Okay. <laughs> Nothing for Catalina. You're looking out the door that... We will place bets. Yeah, go for Zero it. Zero successes? Oh, come on, don't be... No, nah, nah, you'll one. get two. <clears throat> yeah, Three. no, you got Three. four. 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 Okay. Okay. four. Yeah. Yeah. So Brick notices, ever aware of his environment, uh, out of the distant windows, he sees some... Uh, large carriages that seem to be fortified and built to carry uh, water and they have sort of some rigged machinery to it, like pumps and stuff, and they're sort of clamouring around and being dragged along by large cart horses, like four large horses to carry these large things of water. So it's like basically the barrow and engineered capital city equivalent of a fire department. Yeah. And so they're clamouring around the direction that you guys came. What's Delvin up to? Liquor! Like, literally snapping his fingers behind, shouting liquor. Spins with blood covering his face and the look of complete derangement in his eyes, glaring, holding linens and asking for liquor, clicking at everyone in the room, not her in particular. She looks to Catalina. Athenician, you must have a level head. Can you please explain to me what the man and property in the room cannot. 
It is true we have to take you to Ainsley. But what is happening right now was not intended. Things got messier, I guess, or... I don't know, maybe the King of Flames, he's not happy. I'm not sure. But we do need to leave, and soon. She looks out the door again. I'm going to roll a perception check for her. I'm going to say this is challenge level three. She got a perfect roll. She sees spire guards. Okay. Though hard to see in the contrasting light and with the calamity that's grabbing attention. She slams the door shut and pushes her body up against it and looks at you all wide-eyed, saying, What have you gotten me into? Ainsley wouldn't have... wouldn't have asked you to do something like this. I told you, we are not here on Ainsley's demand. And we didn't do this. I want to shift her emotions. Okay. Uh, You are still deceiving, though. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy to roll it. So roll deception. Do you know what I might... Do mm-hmm. is you can aid, you can assist your deception mm-hmm. uh, with your magic. You can choose if okay. it's going to be a one or a two assist because you have two dice to roll with. But if you choose if, if it's two and you fail in one, you lose a mana. If you choose if it's one, okay. you, you know what I mean? Yes. So, cool. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. So I'll roll magic roll first. Uh, how many are you assisting? I'll roll both. You're going to risk You're both. aiming for two, yeah, plus I, two to your deception. I really want to, uh, yep. Because okay. I don't know how we're going to get her out of this house if we don't try. By carrying her. Oh, 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 oh. She's not going to have a choice. You don't know that. It's uh, true. I... <laughs> Go for it. Risk it for the mystery. Yeah. Okay. You lose one. So you lose one mana. But you assert delicate but extremely uh, skilled control over her emotions. Mm-hmm. As you say, this was not us. Um, expound a little bit. Like, what what do you say to her? And that's just one win to a deception check, right? No, it's plus two. So you're going to have to roll deception oh, yeah. to get plus two now? wins. Yep. And her perception. So you have to beat... Whoa! Oh, what the heck? She got four. <laughs> How many have you got? Five. You can that's do it. it. You, you got plus, plus two. two wins. You've just got to get... No, that's fine. You, that's four. You forced a re-roll. And that's four. It's you, a re-roll. You forced a re-roll and you've got plus two wins. Okay. Yeah. Actually, right. does it again. All right. No, a three. three. So now you get two again. Yeah, the statistics. And this, the odds are not in my favour. You got two again and you win. You win. Four versus three. Woo! Yeah, you win. So um, she looks very sceptical at first, but you're... And you wouldn't... You know you actually wouldn't have convinced her, given that she lives here and knows... Mm-hmm how all this stuff functions. But I think it's through your eye contact and how you're saying this to her. I say that your safety is our number one priority. We need to get you out of here. I see. I'm afraid it's not quite that simple. Open up in the name of the king! Is that that... Everyone can roll perception. (laughs) Challenge level three. Come on. Three. You got three. Okay. Anyone else want to roll? <laughs> oh. That's three for Brick. And two. that's two for Dalvin. So Dalvin doesn't quite get it, but you recognize the voice. And there's probably only one. Oh. Yeah. 
Uh, Dalvin, what's going on with our little barrel? Have I found liquor? Uh, she wasn't paying much house. attention, but there is fairly easy to find. There's a half drunk bottle of wine on the bench, and there's some spirits. Spirits. Is what I'm after. Yeah, there's. So if you guys there. pay any attention no. to Delvin for the last couple of minutes, no, well, half, no. half. But I know that you're okay. Um, Delvin has basically like a madman moved around the room. He has currently emptied out every bottle of spirits he can find onto a pile of linens, which he's dragged across the room and okay. thrown over wooden banisters. I'll say you find spirits. That's I'm what he's rolling for. To how do. for how? Much? As as much seven. As, okay, yeah. yeah. There's like three bottles. Cool. Yep. So you got something. I doused dry linen in that, put it over furniture, put it all, spread it across the room, and Delvin is standing next to the fireplace with what the most the sodden are you doing? piece of linen. Yeah, da, da, Brick, get the door. What? She sort of says reflectively commanding you and then sort of apologizes and says, who, who actually is in charge of it right now? We were hoping you could tell me. Well, Ainsley, so if he's assigned you or granted you to someone else, then... He is not. He's got to follow my orders. That's all I was asking. Right. You don't seem all that capable to command right now. Oh, I'm perfectly fine. I'm operating on a level you guys don't seem to be comprehending yet. Now, are we quite ready to leave? Well, I... Open the door. I go open the door. (laughs) You open the door. You see a... I also like shocked and sweaty. Uh, it seems like he took a lot to get here quickly, mm-hmm. but he looks like wide-eyed and confused and angry and shocked. Oh. <laughs> Behind him is the carriage that you all came oh, here in. Heck yeah! Uh, and eggs and bacon lined up, Woo. also looking recently rushed. Love eggs. And then once I realized, no, I, I have no again. idea what's going on, but. I know that I haven't left you for more than an hour and something like this occurs in exactly the vicinity I know you would be. So, you have moments to explain to me what's happening. I promised I'd get you out of here alive, so I stand to keep that promise. But I need to know if you could be trusted right now. What is happening that the capital is in such upheaval immediately? Are we we going for it? Yeah, I'm yeah. so debuffed. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will say that the town is cur- the town's currently on fire. Uh, it's probably best that we talk in the carriage. Eladra actually says, sort of slowly nodding, um, looking at the the grey guard captain because he is a grey guard captain, mm-hmm. not an aspire guard mm-hmm. who's been sort of seemingly keeping Eladra uh, somewhat hostage. And says across the room to him, I, I don't believe that they uh, caused that calamity from what I could gather. Are you in any way uh, associated with these people? You could say that, and only recently. They've come here to see you, have they? I... I suppose. And things did not go as planned. You can say that again. Now, my fine Things lady. Did not go as planned. <laughs> my fine lady, uh, do you quite have everything you might need for a journey? Your wealth, your papers, anything you could possibly want to have on you right now? She takes a slightly stumbled few steps across the room and grabs the rest of the bottle of wine and cool. starts to walk to the door. <laughs> and, and Delvin just looks at, um, at the captain and says... This house is no longer safe to be in. We gotta go. And then throws his linen straight into the fire. 
wait, no. She she gets she she says to Brick, hold this, and hands you a bottle of red wine. Walks back and says, I shan't be too long, and starts to walk upstairs. Dalvin looks down at the fireplace linens that are now getting. Uh, are you going to go after her or am I? You can. Do they take I off? I need to protect him. Uh, he's, he's standing there waiting. She she does briskly walk. It doesn't look like she seems like she's intending to be away for long, but mm-hmm. she seems sort of just past all of this. I'm still going to She comes her. back down moments okay, later. Cool. Uh, she's wearing more gold around her wrist and, and neck, and she's holding uh, a small pile of folded clothes that she just seemed to grab from a cupboard. Okay. I think there's some. And she's also doing that half putting on shoes walk as she's sort of. I think there's some cognitive disconnect from the fact that Delvin just lit the room on fire. I like to think that you tried to and then you pulled it back. I think, yeah, and given what's happening outside, there's sort of like this. Is it like the master and commander where the guy walks down the deck of the ship, that famous scene, and the cannonballs are going off and he just doesn't care? Pirates 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 of the Caribbean. Yeah. Right, so room burning now. You're doing this to this room and you had nothing to do with what's happening at the end of the block. What, you think I... Get in the carriage! (laughs) He starts to walk down the stairs. Cool. And um, climbs into the the driver's seat. And we jump in the back. Yeah, we clamber in. Okay. You clamber in, slowly trailing behind is... Well, not slowly, but at the tail end of the party is a larger shale. There is a lot of calamity happening on the streets... People rushing past, no one's paying attention to you because, you know, a good 50 metres away at the end of this large block, there's this huge blazing flame. Uh, There's a tint of magenta to the flame, just something slightly different. Um, But it's pretty impressive looking, even though uh, the magic that cast it has long sort of dissipated as far as its initial spark. There's a heat emanating that's quite confronting even from this distance. Everyone loads into the cart. Uh, you'll notice immediately when you get into the cart at the end of the cart from the entry, there is a note on the wall of a cart with a dagger through it. Oh, great. Everyone climbs into the cart. Delightful. Russell. Where is this on the cart? It's in, like, you open the... It's the, inside the cart? Yeah, okay. In, inside the cart. Cool. Doors I, are slammed shut, locked, shunk, and Russell gets back. First thing the I go to is the note. And the carriage starts to to roll along, clanking along the cobblestones and the madness outside and the distant bells sort of muffle into the background as Delvin um, acquires a note. Removes the knife or how you just grab it or read it or what do you... Yep. It seems (laughs) you have... knife. I'll read you the note. Mm -hmm. It seems you have strayed off course. Since you seem so intent on pushing the boundaries of the agreement, you'll find we push back in return. If you want to see the urchin alive again, ensure the deal is fulfilled with no more distractions and in good faith. Bring us your power, the scepter or the mother's head, without further unnecessary delay. Regards, your shadow. P.S. This is the knife that removed Edgar's head. Feel free to keep it as a token. I've got more where that came from. He's a collector too. I regard the knife. Is it a good knife? It's a pretty whatever knife. And in fact, you would know that it's not a kind knife to use to remove someone's head. Mm -hmm. 
Is there a kind knife? Yes. Elaborate. And it's very sharp. One that is very, very sharp. I'm going to get the job done quick. <laughs> and not cause pain in the process. Blunt not that knife. I know. Yeah, this is literally... <laughs> this one's a blunt bread knife. <laughs> At least a bread knife slightly serrated. That's probably worse. I think a butter knife would be worse. Mm. Okay, let's not. What an or interesting carriage conversation we're having. I pass the note to the two of them. Oh, great. More things to worry about. Where are we going exactly? <clears throat> Out of the city, first of all. Why are you looking at me? Caroline just looks down at her feet. <laughs> there is an uneasy silence inside the cart. The noise of the clattering against the hard stones and, and you know, awkward streets of Iron Spire and the tight corners are the most noticeable thing is everyone's sort of waiting to see what happens next. And it seems like the cart is going in a different direction to the way you came in. After a good 10 minutes when it seems like you're far enough away from the calamity that the noise is much more distant, but there are still people running in the direction of what you can, even from this far away, see as, as some flames, Russell creaks the, the front sliding door open slightly and just sort of whispers sharply in the back, we won't be able to talk for a while. I have to exit a very different way to the way we came to avoid suspicion and to make sure we can at least get out to have that conversation. This is going to be a long journey. I'll head back to Cragmouth. Hold tight. He slides the door shut. And the cart continues. And continues. <laughs> and I'm going to try and get some sleep. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a tight and uncomfortable cart. It would be hard to find space to lay down. It would most likely be the floor. Cool. Okay. I will have a very uncomfortable sleep on the floor. <laughs> Roll an endurance check. To sleep? Uh, you're in a bouncing, yeah. unsuspended, not very comfortable carriage. What is my challenge level? Four. Two. Two. You do not get any sleep. Do you sleep? In any moments that the tiredness starts to sort of hit you a little bit, there's a jolt oh. and a <laughs> and uh, you sort of whack your head on the floor and probably eventually... So what you're saying is when I sleep when I don't want to and I can't sleep when I do want to. Yes. Yep. It's always the way. Um, do the time sort of passes and the, the bottle slowly empties as um, Eladra sort of... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glances, eye contact between everyone and eventually sort of shifts back and forth between the outside. Does my awful ringing in my head stop? Not yet. Okay. 
you do feel a slight sense of relief, mm. but only like the slight sense of relief of if you had a migraine and someone was banging a pot in the next room. It's okay. still yep. it's still there and it's still difficult. Can I still read her emotions? Yeah, I'll say you still have them. Okay. How is she feeling now? More numb. Okay. Um, but scared. Scared, yeah. Confused. Okay. Underneath it all. Um I wanna turn to her. Mm-hmm. Just really casually and say. She's sort of like tapping on her on her arm. She's sort of just holding a glass of wine. Uh, Phelan wine, am I correct? Tunisian, actually. This, really? May I see? I just want to look at the label. She sort of like hangs it in your direction. Oh, a beautiful choice. Wow. You know, it's so hard to find good Tunisian wine. I mean, I've been all over the place and I just can't find the right stuff. But you have taste. Oh. And she just she just starts to and you feel this welling up like she's falling apart a little bit. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. No, no, it's a it's choice is not something I've had much in the last few weeks, you could say. So I apologize, I'm not as composed as I might otherwise be. <clears throat> it is fine. Uh, you're Phoenician, of course. What uh, what do you what is your uh, profession. Oh, well, my mother wanted me to be a politician or some woman of power, but I just trade in art. Um, yeah. Just? Huh. Yeah, just. Uh, that's what That's what brought me and dear Dariot over here in the first place. It's, it calls to us, the art of your people. You feel as she sort of says that name, it like conjures the, this, the feeling of, of loss and hopelessness. Mm. I pass the bottle back to her. Um, how have the past couple of days been? Oh, um, it's all fallen away into a mush. I just, I'm not aware of a lot these days. I just am trying to get through until... Until this all fades away. Ainsley's been very good, actually. He assures me he's taking good care of Medela and... and Your husband? Uh, pardon? (laughs) Nothing. Anyway, she sort of says, shaking her head. Brick. Yes. I um I hope you have been keeping up your training. <clears throat> you are on the tail end of of your um your you know regimented training as I recall not fully past your um she sort of wanders off and is talking it's like small talk is just not really doing it for her. Did you know that Brick was entrusted to take care of Medela? For a period of time. Oh yes, that's of course. That's why I gave mm. him to Ainsley. Mm. <clears throat> we made many memories with her. She is truly a special child. And she smiles, and as she does, the sort of lifted cheeks show the tears in her eyes, and she she nods. Yes, she is a dear one. I I'm just grateful she is looked after. I kind of eye over it, both of you two. What? What is happening? What is going on? I... I mean, I... 
I hoped Ainsley would 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 get me out of there, but I didn't expect such calamity in the process. As I told you, we are not here because of Ainsley. Then what what else could you be here for, Brick? Don't be silly. Are you going to say it or am I? Hmm? What? What what was that what was that note you you grabbed? Oh, um You um, seem a little Oh here you here you go. Um so that's the boy that um we picked up off the streets. Um Ainsley's gonna kill him. There it is for you. What are you talking about? You would never do such a thing. Huh? What's it? What's afoot here? Who are you? You've treated your niece to a monster. No. No, I know Ainsley. He's no monster. He's a good man. I think before... Why would you speak that of your master? I am bound to protect him. I do not need to like him. Her, like, she looks like pretty shocked that you would say something about someone you are, uh, you know, under the command of. So, Brick, you are not speaking like you should. And you are not in opposition Someone explain to, to me what is going on. You are not in opposition to tell me how I should be speaking. You are no longer my master. Am I a hostage? No. You are. Or didn't you notice? I, oh yes, to the, to the city, to the king. But I'm. Ainsley sent you to. No. In fact, coming to see you is exactly why that boy's going to get killed. Because we're straying off Ainsley's plan. I figure he kind of liked you, locked away. Able to use whatever power you've got for his own on the promise of being kind to you. Did you like those business trips with your husband, Ainsley did? So I hear. She looks... What is she feeling? She is like... Is she not believing? There is... There's something creeping through the numbness and it's shock and it's disbelief. But she's not moving. I look at Delvin if he looks me in the eyes or unless he's not. Okay. I just listen. So you feel her like not believing what is being said, but she's all, there's also just something stopping her from moving or talking. Perhaps you should hear our story. We have a very long cart ride to our next destination and maybe it would clarify some things. The, the guard, he said Kragmeth. What, for what purpose are we headed to Kragmeth? You're taking me back to Ainsley. Well, I guess in the end that decision's up to you, but we have some stuff to tell you and you're not going to like it. She like slowly lifts the bottle and goes to pour, <laughs> but there's only two drops that fall out the end into an empty glass 
and she numbly lowers her arms and the bottle clanks to the cart and rolls to the back of the cart as the cart's heading down and around to the front gate. You're now in the outer area heading towards a, a wall but to the far south of Ironspire, uh, to the southern trading district and Catalina more than anyone would know that it's a long journey just to get back to the outer northern region mm-hmm. outside Ironspire, let alone Cragmouth. Uh, you doubt you'll be back before dawn if you're going to just travel till you get there, which having not heard anything from the front of the cart. That's probably what's going to happen, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I might as well at least know. How do I know I can trust you? Rick, you are always so reliable. They haven't broken you, have they? Brick just chuckles. Oh, God. I think, uh, I think Brick is possibly more Brick than he's ever been. Brick. You want to know how you can trust us? I don't know if it says anything, but we just walk through fire to pull you out the middle the most protected place on the continent now I don't know I don't know how you feel but to me that deserves at least an open ear very well I I am I am unharmed and you are speaking reasonably even these hours after such tumult. So, speak to me. And as she, she sort of says this, and as the outer wall sort of passes overhead the carriage and you sort of see the shadow pass by the windows, no one's stopping the cart. Mm-hmm. Seems like Russell knows the direction to go to be furthest away yes. from this happening, but also the paths to take to not be checked. Mm-hmm. And Delvin feels... Slight sense of relief as over this time the distance from the spire has freed him up a little bit to have a little bit more control over his faculties, a little less buzzing pain and stretching of his very spirit. So you're still in an uncomfortable place, Mm. but it's much more manageable. Um, So. So now I'm just at my injury? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, while Delvin's sort of recovering, I'm going to tell her... Pretty much the story that we have had so far, so that we met Medela, we took her on this amazing journey, and then I'm going to stop at Ainsley. But the tone I want to convey is very casual, very calming, kind of happy, and relay that we had so much fun with her, and we made her feel special, and she felt special, um, and we cared about her a lot. Yeah. And then that brings us to Ainsley. Ainsley is not who you think he is. Who is he? He goes by the name The Dealer. He's a high-level watcher with contacts all over the nation. I heard rumor of these 
watchers, the people they hang in the capital. What? Yeah, well, they're the, li- <laughs> they're the little guys. Pickpockets and throat slitters and... Conspiratorial... people, what's... Web, like a spider's web throughout every single organization you think they're not in. They have an ear in every court. They have a knife in every back that matters. And they're terrifying. And Ainsley just happens to be one of the most fucking terrifying of the lot. Or the most insane. Because he seems to think that he's bigger than all that. I don't. I can't. I know. I... I feel you're not lying to me, but I've known this man for almost a year, and he was nothing but good to us. Very kind and trusting. Sometimes the best tool you have is to be nice, because trust is easily won if you're nice. Spoonful of sugar. We Um, have more information regarding Ainsley. She swallows. Her mouth is dry and she says, Where is Medela? Medela, if she's lucky, is in a nice comfortable bed. In a nice comfortable room with a couple of guards on our door, just like you. If she's unlucky, she's in a cold room with a couple of rats on the floor. If she's... Well, he wouldn't be stupid enough to get rid of her already. She's a prisoner. I I just can't imagine he would have the capacity to do something so cruel. He, He loved my niece. People like Ainsley don't really love anything except themselves. He just likes things that make his life more convenient. And unfortunately, right now, that's Medela. I just want to leave this godforsaken country and go back home. Well, you see, that's the reason why we came to you. We need your help. What can I do? She says, wine-stained robe with, like, slightly frazzled hair. I look over to Brick, like, looking at, like, telling her to look sort of over there. And then I look at Delvin, and I look back at her. And I say, do you have any power over the contract that binds Brick? The contract is seen through. He's another's property. I cannot rescind, but what what use would that be? Well... You mean to take him out with brute force? With brick? You've seen his felon cards. Gifts from some of my friends. He's... This man is... Well, what should we do then? I don't know. I never thought I w- this w- anything like this was even possible. 
Oh God, Medela. If we don't do something, I think we know what's going to happen. If we do do something, I think we know what's going to happen. <laughs> Does she seem vengeful in her emotion at all, or is it still quite wallowing and sad? Very sad and broken and helpless. Um, okay. She doesn't feel vengeful or angry yet because it's not real to her yet. Yeah. yeah um, you don't feel it really latching or amplifying her feelings because she's got, got almost a year's worth of really positive feelings that she has to overcome to, to feel that. And you can sort of sense that resistance. Okay. Ownership of Brick was transferred to Ainsley until Medela B. returned to me. However, through our correspondence, well... I thought it best that he look after her. I didn't want her to be stuck in the capital with me. In fact, I I was going to encourage him to see if he could take her back to Felmore, and I, he seemed quite willing to, to set her up and, and, and look after her on the journey, and I had some associates that I, I w- would have been willing, of course, to um, make sure he had... A means of living, yeah. living in, in relative peace in in Felmore. Even the start was a con. I should have seen it. It's too obvious. What do you mean? Don't you remember the guilt? Taking this sweet little girl, and we were sending her away to her evil auntie in the city, who was going to mistreat her and use her as a political tool. Even that was bullshit for Ainsley. She cares yeah. more about him than about her then we were led to believe so <clears throat> he's had you round his little finger it's been hard to think outside my cell she says but doesn't that just piss you off it did I raged screamed out the doors to the Ever still and silent sentinels that stood outside my door day and night. I was given modicums of relative comfort. I I can't complain. I have enough wine to keep me occupied and numb. But I just thought it was something I would have to see through and just find my way home. Ainsley was my... (gasps) She, like, catches her breath. (laughs) He was my, my ally. And only hope to to last through this situation. <laughs> well, now you're out of the city, aren't you? There's plenty of places out there that don't go arresting Phelan. The door to where Russell is sort of opens. And uh, there are sort of like little windows that you can sort of glance over. And as you say that, she does look through the window and see the distant iron spire. Um, which is still freaking mm. huge, <laughs> but you're about you know you're a, you're a mile or two away from the outer wall and going parallel with it all the way around. Um, Russell says we should be reasonably clear enough until uh, until Cragmouth. It's going to be a long journey, but well, you're out and you're safe. I'm sorry to interrupt your conversation, but I need to know what happened. 
I take a brief moment to look at look in the eyes of everyone around the room. And then I say, Oh, I want to know what you think happened. What could possibly have caused that amount of chaos and commotion right in front of the Iron Spire? Cities in flames, a city made of stone. It was magic. Does he react at all? He's facing the road. You can sort of see the silhouette, the rimlet side of his face as he's sternly looking forward. His beard masks his emotions significantly and he's sort of... He, he, he's not responding. The king... And as I say that, I like look at Cat and do you nod? The King of Flames. There's only one person we know that possesses that kind of power. Okay, roll a persuasion, persuasion check. Deception. Oh, yeah, definitely deception. Can I roll I, I'm overtly lying. Now, Catalina, uh-huh, you, you can assist. Okay. With your emotions. Magic. Okay. You only have one mana now. I do. But you have to read his emotion first. Okay. I'm happy to. Do that. Let's read his emotion. Okay, so read first. Oh. You successfully read his emotions. You capture. Have him. you got destiny left? I do for one. Okay. Where he is still mm-hmm. and silent, the moment you tap into his very soul, you feel a dark storm of confusion and shock and anger and de- indignance and de- and disbelief. Okay. It's a swirl, and it doesn't have any clear direction. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, if I use a destiny, you can just retain your magic dice if it fails. That's what. Okay. That if you use a mana and you don't, and you lose, you can it, use you a can destiny, use destiny to retain to your mana. Mm-hmm. You could also preemptively use a destiny to have. I'll let you roll another dice and do more. Yeah, but I'll then what happens if she? You'll lose your mana, probably guaranteed. You'll just yeah, that's fine. More likely to lose. I would mana. rather yeah. I'm happy to use the destiny no. to roll to you. <laughs> Don't risk it. You guys got to start Don't risking risk it. it for the visit. No, because then you won't have your powers. No. Well, for the day, and it's night time. Yeah, you, you guys to... haven't rested in a while. Yeah, it's okay. fine. All right, all right. Breaks on the floor, just like that damn road. And you got one success, which means you've okay. lost your. You've mana. lost your mana, yeah. but. You have a plus two to your deception, Delvin. I feel like you should also have a negative if he's facing the other way. Um, Not Delvin. It's a pretty big accusation. Yeah. Right? I just It's general perception, but they've got a huge bonus. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Everything's fine. Because for this lie, I'm going to get just every success. Go! Oh! Uh, the threes were not destiny, but... That's three successes. It looks more successful. It looks than great. It Bro, I thought it was yeah. all six. Yeah, Did yeah. you use a destiny? No, I don't have oh, any. Okay, so I that's three, three plus five. two wins against one, five two, versus three, four. four. Okay. Okay. Thank goodness Catalina was channeling his emotions. Because as Delvin says this... Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you or did you say the King of Flames? One of you says this. I, yeah. He said King of Flames. I said there's only one person who can possess this power. Yeah. And... You feel like you are in the middle of this storm inside him as you're just sort of searching for the thing that you know you need to grab and amplify. 
And as that is said, there's a, a, it's like it's like you're surrounded in this storm of emotion and there are a few things that immediately go to fire up and you just use everything within you to grab shock and anger and pull that out of the storm and amplify it. The king of flames. I look over at Delvin like, There are two instances in the last two weeks of parts of cities being lit on fire by vengeful people. I'm afraid to say this. Rather more than two. He clears his throat. I'm sorry, what? Felmore wasn't the only city. I struggled to believe it at first. I became aware of it only in the last few days, one south to the border of the Watchwood and one near the mines on the Mountain Crown. It's being spread internally as the justice, the vengeance of the king, the rising of his power, a call to arms. Oh, now you see the madness of the king. Now I see the madness of the king, he says nodding in repetition and he he's looking off to the side and you can see this slightly tinted magenta flame way off in the distance miles away but just this little glimmer Alvin has a brief moment when he thinks I helped with that fire because I just lit her house on fire He's speechless. Yeah. So our best hope is that at the very least word spreads of what happened and that's another dent against the king's honor. Maybe more people will start to wake up. Yeah. Eladra looks pretty disbelieving at all of this. I wasn't thoroughly filled in on the details of what happened at the trading camp. Did you even know anything happened? Well, yes, everyone was... Right. ...killed, and I, 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 I didn't have many details, but I was told that there was... there was some conspiracy involving the forest dwellers and the northern mountain people. The king or his agents... Arrived. And you saw this. She turns to you, sort of acknowledging you like a presence in the room for one of the first times since you've come back. We were out of town on an errand, and then when we returned, there was nothing but ash. You saw it. You were there. I saw what was left. What was left? Nothing. With your own eyes, you saw this. The charred bones of my people. And the carrion crow that picked from him. Well, what now? Well, I'm thinking I've got some business to do in Cragsman. And then I'm thinking I'm going to kill someone who keeps following me around or die trying. And then I'm going to go to Geldavale 
And if I can, I'm going to pull every pin out of every part of Ainsley's operation that I can. And that will finish with me, um, killing him. Probably slowly and definitely painfully. I can't claim to want to have much to do with such a brutal goal, but I certainly want to see my niece out safely. I would hope that I know enough about Ainsley to be of some help in your preparation, but you'll forgive me if I advise that my faculties are currently under-equipped. Well, I sure hope you've got something, because 15-year-olds dying for it. You mentioned, and she looks down at the note in your hand, another. You mean to tell me Ainsley... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the kind of person that would hold the lives of two children hostage. Oh, and my dear mother. And my father. I truly did not know this man. They speak truth, Brick. Brick. Do you still serve Ainsley? You because must. of you. Oh, don't do that. She shakes her head. I did what I knew to be best. To manage my affairs. To keep my kin safe. (laughs) It was all I knew. Foolish. I beg your pardon. Foolish. They have broken him. Brick. I want you to tell me again, just remind me what you told me about Medela's uncle and his private affairs with Ainsley. What is he talking about, Rick? It was quite well known within the guardsmen when we were protecting your husband that his trips to Ainsley were not purely for business. She's like frozen. (laughs) She doesn't want you to keep talking, but she's waiting for you to keep talking. There was an element of pleasure. If you're saying what I think you're saying, what are you saying, Brick? 
saying that you will cuckold them. <laughs> Not the term I was expecting to hear Brick say. It's really hard to say. Why, why is it that you three enter my doorstep amongst burning flames and tell me everything I know about the people in my life is wrong? Darius and I had a troubled and loveless marriage, but that does not mean that he was not loyal. That does not mean he did not love me above all others. And I can't speak to that. Roll a persuasion check. Against two. What am I trying to persuade? It's just how persuasively can you make your... Am I basing it in strength? I'm going to allow you to simply because of the bodyguard nature of your relationship. Assist with bodyguard. Yeah. You're welcome to assist if with you're... bodyguard. If you statistically... <laughs> he never gets to I just thought I'd throw it in there. Hey! Four successes. Woo! Very good. Well done. I wish I hadn't rolled. All right. I'm going to make uh, an endurance check. No. Alcohol keeps it strong. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she Two. She starts banging on the cart door and the cart sort of, with a bit more persuasion, sort of pulls up. She's holding in her <gasps> wine oh. and then eventually stumbles out as the, the back door opens and she vomits on the side of the I road. I go hold her hair up. She's just sobbing and broken. I'll You're still holding onto her emotions and she's just so... Uh-huh. Broken hearted right now. I rub it back. I'm very, very drunk. I clamber out and stretch over to um, walk over to the captain. You're a good distance from the city now and in pitch black except for the starlight. So you dimly see the captain sort of sitting back in the driver's seat. Russell, are these, um, <clears throat> these uniforms made or should we keep them disguised or... I am so heavily implicated in all of this, I don't quite know what to recommend. For now, we'll keep them in the cart. I'll sort it out in the morning. I'm past thinking rationally at this point. So, keep it on? If you stay in the cart, no, we're entering Cragmouth. You'll have to take it off by the time we reach town. Right. I don't think it passes Greyguard's. When they, uh, you, you know what, you might be right. And then I turn around and walk back. <laughs> Delvin was that close to rebutting, and then remembered the what last happened? time he tried to impersonate a grey god. And also, you're all covered in like ash and blood yeah. and smell. Falling and, off. Yeah, it's Did like we, it's not a typical like you don't look like a normal grey god right now. Should we just ditch the armor here on the side of the road? Does Brick suggest that? <laughs> Should we ditch the armor here on the side of the road? <laughs> Russell, is that going to be harder to deal with? Then they know guards were implicated. If he gets rid of it, they might not know guards were involved. Keep it in the cart. I'll dispose of it. Right. Although, I imagine your change of clothes is... Well, where they were left. 
Yeah, that's right. So, um, yep. I can arrange a solution. Well, I'm not naked under my armor. I've got underclothes. That's fine. <laughs> Just take the take official attire off when we reach Cragmouth. I'll dispose of it. Right. When they're finished there. Elijah lightheadedly sort of stumbles back to the cart. She's sort of beyond being spoken to right now. She's got too much to process and it's like two in the morning and she's very weary and dreary. And the cart ride continues and continues and continues. I don't suppose there's anything in particular you guys want to talk about or even amongst each other. What happened back in Iron Spire was pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Just, Just saying. I thought it was terrifying. Yes. And as he's talking, Dovin pulls out a knife and um, the longest knife he's got. Uh, it's a long knife you have there, Dovin. It's sharp too. And then he sticks it up. Catalina sort of seems sort of into this. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry. It's a sort of a sexy knife, Dovin. <laughs> Is anyone else really turned on by what just happened? <laughs> I made a fucking fireball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he slips up and holds his breastplate and with a firm just slices through the leather strap rather than bothering to take his armor off on, on the breastplate to Pauldron and Pauldron just clatters off onto the thing and then goes around very to the other sharp side. knife. Leather's not leather's just hard flesh. <laughs> leather straps, easy to cut. Um Why on earth did you do that? Why didn't you just take it off? It's fucked anyway. Why bother? Do you know how hard it is to take off a breastplate on your own? Roll a perception check. Hey, if we're going to be here for a while, can I just... Like, I have my weapon with me, right? Because we didn't take it into the city. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Can I walk off and start attacking a tree? No, you're we're back in the, the cart. cart. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were still puking. No. Catalina got four uh, and <laughs> notices that Delvin's very sweaty clothes are just... Stuck to a very fit body as he leans back in the cart. So, uh... Yeah, pull the breastplate off so and just drop it down. I've got, like, a white undershirt that is, like, five sizes too big and it's just completely soaked through and you're basically looking at, like, extreme athlete level of fitness. So, uh... Buttons, like, top three buttons are undone. <laughs> Dylan. Uh, right. You, you, uh, you asleep or are you like trying to sleep or are you? Uh, Yeah, sure. You, uh, seem very physically able. Right. Yeah. I mean, what happened back there? Um, did I ever say I wasn't physically able? Oh, hell. Would you assume that? You're a master of disguise. You notice... um, You notice... uh, Russell sort of leaning through, uh, like glancing through the window and says, Baron, that's a surprise. (laughs) A good one, I hope, Russell. Well, you slip throats with such finesse. I've... I just 
She's asleep. Wait, He's not Russell. No, I was just going to say, do you say oh, this to... No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> Russell is leaving. I thought he was like... Okay, you know, he just yeah. interjected into the conversation, so okay. you probably wouldn't have said that. That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> just kick me under the <laughs> table. Just kick you under the table. I'm going to let time uh, pass here a little bit unless you wanted to. No, no, okay. no, no. So time en- enough passes that the the dark light of dawn starts to emerge and uh, you can see Kragmuth off in the distance. And Delvin's shirt becomes slightly less see-through once the armor's on yeah. his hair and it dries off. Yeah, hours pass. Um, <laughs> look, if you... Uh, I'm going to say there's probably so much adrenaline in your system after all that that you'll probably... St- Start to feel like you know you're crashing, but it oh, would have yeah. been pretty hard to to feel settled for any for any time. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you know, enough hours have passed, and the journey has been long and on a downhill slope, which is at least you know faster. Um, but you're going to get to Cragmouth, and it's going to be like a an early morning. Yep. And in fact, off in the distance, you can see some farm workers begin to work. In between fitfully falling asleep, I'm just giving like real shady eye to Aladra. To Aladra. Oh, shady eye. Yeah. You're not her biggest fan. No, I'm pissed at her. She's past noticing. She's been passed out and like. Yeah, she, she's like the most <laughs> equipped to drift in and out of sleep right now. <laughs> in any yeah. position. Yeah. <laughs> um, Russell sort of. You know, chimes into the back and says, "I'm going to um, I'm going to take to the the car to one of the least populated and currently, I believe, out of order facilities, uh, which I should be able to get you out, get a change of clothes, and dispose of the armor in short order. I believe, if my assumptions and the Kragmuth schedules are right, the far south should do. Then, um, well, you mean the guard roster." Yes. Oh, I've got that here. I pull out my satchel, unfold the thing. He, like, s- grabs it and pulls it out and says, Accurate to a man. This is more accurate than the one I was given, boy. I know. How did you get a hold of this? I told you. Eyes everywhere. You're an enigma, Barrowan. Strange, strange man. Sort of folds it up and slowly passes it back to you. Yes, those routes. All right, well, we know they're accurate then. Well, once we get back and once you're safe, once everyone is rested, I will have done the favor you asked of me, I believe. So I would wish you all well on your way. I hope that the uh, acquisition of this this woman will help bring her niece back to her safely. I would like you to get in touch with some people. A meeting, I believe, we'd mentioned briefly. Uh, I'm sorry. What's this again? I know that there's been a lot in the last few days that have shaken your faith. Um, and man... I assure you I know what it feels like to have your faith shaken to the core. There's a group of people who I believe are doing good in this nation and they may have use for a man of your talents and good heart. 
You're called the children of Amar. And the fact that you haven't heard their name tells me they're good at hiding, which is good. They wanted to meet with you. In fact, I believe it's because of them that your trial was inconclusive as opposed to being, well, less than favorable. Moba. She's with these... She's connected. ...children. They want to bring about a future where everyone's equal, at least racially. Um, and there aren't tyrant kings starting wars. Well, I was... Truly loyal to the path I was on all but a few days ago. That path is now a bridge that has burned by the fires of the King of Flames himself. I should like to meet these children of Amar, did you say? They're seeing word. Hmm, indeed. Mother, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Very well. I suppose I'll wait for them to contact me. Hopefully they don't end up being secret assholes as well. Um, we can set something up as well. I think, I feel like they wanted to meet him and we, <laughs> we had a very specific... Yeah, attempt. I wasn't really writing down everyone else's <laughs> problems. I'm still married. Well, <laughs> they'll be in touch. Yeah. <clears throat> He uh, continues to drive the cart and by this point you're sort of a few stones throw away from the the wall. Everyone roll a perception check. I'm going to say, okay, you have to include your negatives. Anyone who is, and I'm going to say everyone's pretty fatigued right now. So Hmm. minus one D, however many. What was your roll? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a mathematics. I rolled... Four. four successes and one failure. So okay. in a one, two, three, or a four, <laughs> yeah, okay, I yeah. keep the failure, not yeah. the success. Yeah. So the failure goes away. And sure. I rolled four successes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I on, does that work probability-wise? I, yeah, sure. I rolled five uh, dice. He didn't ma- minus the dice for me. I got to keep my dice roll and randomize which dice Three, disappeared. Yep. Bricks. <laughs> Boom. As you pass uh, one of the farmsteads of sort of, it's like a working house with, you know, a whole bunch of people prepping for the day. And there's like a cluster of five people gathered around. Young lad, like animatedly talking quietly to this group. Not so quiet that he isn't excitable enough to be overheard by a a coach passing by. When he notices the official looking cart, he sort of immediately lowers his tone. But you caught the words... The sparrow. And you overheard something about the murder being a, a in vengeance for an affair. I'm gonna say you heard that, but and that that's due to your roles, but Murder for an affair. Yeah. Vengeance for an affair. Oh. Okay. And you look out and you notice 
a group of sort of Graydon farm owner looking people sort of prepping to sort of get tools off to their Phoenician farm hands and uh there's like a young barren looking one and there's a couple of Phoenicians off to the side getting some tools together. But that's all you notice. Mm. And the cart continues on. As it's sort of hushed and everyone's like a little <coughs> confused. Eventually the cart rolls into town. I'm very curious about ventral murder, but it seems kind of below our pay grade why, right now. Why is it no matter where we go, there's always just trouble well either we're fucked or this country is because I tell you what it wasn't that bad in Felton after about an hour and by this stage by the time you're reaching the gates of Cragmouth the doors are all shut the windows are shut and you're sitting in the dark carriage with the light creaking through the, the gaps and it trundles along the back road to go along parallel to the inside of the wall and eventually a fairly ambiguous guardhouse to the south of Cragmouth. Fairly abandoned. Looks like it's one of the older ones in the city that's no longer really up to scratch. The cart rolls in. It seems like there's probably, you know, some guard activity just out of necessity in the state of the city, but uh, everyone is pretty busy and not in there. They're elsewhere. And the back door of the cart is opened up and you're all allowed to step out into an interior as the door has been shut to basically a warehouse. Uh, there's a few other carts in here. Most of them are covered in dust. It's really old looking thing. It's, this is not in a you know, heavily used military complex. Mm-hmm. Russell nods firmly, says, you have a bit of cleaning up to do. I think at this stage the best thing would be for you to Go along your way as swiftly as possible so no one is implicated. I hope if I see you again, it is safely and in in better conditions and circumstances. I but go up and extend a hand to him. He, without hesitation, holds his hand and grasps it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he shakes his head and says, Sorry, I just had the oddest sense of deja vu. May and uh, that's a, fr- a Phoenician word meaning <laughs> a familiar <laughs> encounter. <clears throat> May the next time we meet be over a drink with song and merriment in our hearts because I think we need it. Aye, Barwon, Phoenician, fail and cool, fail and. He says, sort of like peering over at like a passed out <laughs> middle-aged woman sort of in the back of the cart. Leave the armor where it is. The best path out is, and he sort of indicates. And you already know because there's um, a path on your map with no guard station here at this period of time. Cool. And off you go. Oh, yeah, we take the lead out into the streets in the early morning. To an inn. I'm going to guess that we're in the Barrowin sector of town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the abandoned guardhouse. Yeah. It's, um, the slummies. Not quite. Well, yeah, I think this, there's a, I'm going to say you probably are peripherally aware of a much more distant, much more robust and active guardhouse. Yeah. They probably had to upgrade in the Barrowin area because it is pretty <laughs> slummy. So this isn't like an actively used one, but it was guarded enough that like it can't be, 
you know, um, what's the word when people sort of live in a abandoned place or whatever? Squatters. Squatters, yeah. So I can't, it doesn't really have squatters or anything. There were there was like a sleeping, like there's a couple of, gut, you know, people who are, yeah. you know, rele- who are relegated to just keep that one property of the city and not have troublemakers enter it. But with Russell guiding you through and keeping people distracted, you get out in oh, the Russell's time leading us through. Yeah. Oh, he, he, you know, shows you out through to the street and indicates where to go. Do we take oh. bacon and eggs with us? It, he will have... <laughs> if, you, if you say that as you're yeah. sort of like wandering off, he says, don't worry, I'll, um, I can have them return to where your previous garage was. Give me a day. The other, it was the like other. two doors down from your previous ah. one. So I, on that note... I might suggest you don't stay at that in tonight. If you aren't discreet, I know a tavern. Great. How many times have you been to Cragmouth, lad? Just the once, actually. But I get around. I see. Well, good luck. <laughs> so he nods and he heads back into the guardhouse and locks the door behind him as you all head off. Woo. So is it discretion or, uh, fuck, I need a good rest. There is a, um, a Phelan woman who's wearing different clothes, but looking super hungover and just like trailing along behind and sheepishly snapping glances up at Brick, looking a little perturbed. I am pointedly ignoring her existence. (laughs) I kind of, like, lead her with the group because he's not going to pick her up, so I can't pick her up. You can't pick her up. She's, she's stumbling along. She's following. Okay, I can't. She's not drunk. Her. She's just post-drunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's an early morning walk. I'll go up to her either way and just kind of lead her through. And she looks keen to sort of stay out of sight because she's probably used to being looked at amongst, you know, um, great in civilization, so. I will say to her, so we intend to find lodgings. She's wearing like a shawl around her head and mm. she nods. What, uh, what sort of lodgings do you have in mind? She sort of like glances around the streets. Uh-huh. There's a few boarded up windows. It's yeah. uh, it's not looking great. Uh, Dublin? <laughs> I didn't say I know nice lodgings, but I know a tavern. However, I'm sure there's some fancier venues. Whatever you can find, we we don't we don't need fancy. I turn to her and, and say that at her face. I. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. <laughs> Pretty much me being like, "You're going with us, and you're staying wherever we can put you because we can't risk this." All right. So we're walking down the back streets, the south, southern, fairly slummy streets of Cragmouth. It's not pleasant. Even early in the morning, you see at least three people pass down on the street, one with just blood all down her front. I like... Just not pleasant. You do notice a couple of Graydon guards. And at one point, you even notice the silhouette of an iron guard. Looking reasonably distant and just wandering on a fairly straightforward patrol. Roll a perception check. This one's... We still have a negative one because we're exhausted. One. Yeah, everyone's got negative one to their rolls. Challenge level three. 
All right, so I'm going to roll, and on a 1 to 16, I lose the positive <laughs> result. That's zero successes. One. Ain't nothing. Three. Yep. All right, so Brick gets it. Okay. There's uh, someone following you. A fair distance behind. Can I make out anything about them? Uh, they... Well, you, only, you got the three. You notice them following you. You don't notice a lot about them. And they seem to sort of have their face covered. Uh, I'm going to roll their perception. Challenge of all three in return. No. So he doesn't notice that you yeah. notice him. Covertly <coughs> mentioned to Dalvin. You're being followed. That's new. How far back do I presume, presume he is? Oh, like uh, four houses. He's about four houses back. I cannot make out who or what it is. How much longer? Are we almost there? <sighs> I've only been here once. And Look. What could have possibly brought you here? Says a voice towards the back of the party, sort of like holding very tightly to herself. I'm going to stand next to her knowing, I'm assuming I overheard that mm-hmm. what Brick said. So I'm going to kind of make sure mm-hmm. she sort of keeps up with the group. Yeah. What's the chap look like who's following us? Does Brick... She pulls her sleeves over like gold Petra. bangles. Yeah. yeah. What's what? Sorry. Brick. As we keep walking, we're not stopping. Um, <clears throat> what's he look like? Uh, you're going to have to roll another perception. I did not get a good look, and I'm afraid if I try to look, you will uh, spot me. Well, in these parts of town, you can either scurry off or you can confront the problem and make it realize it's not worth it. So sometimes turning around is the best way to deal with it. I mean, you are pretty intimidating. It's only one guy, right? As far as I can tell. And he's not climbing across rooftops like a shadow. Give me the destiny dice. Okay. He's not crawling across a rooftop. That was a 14 destiny roll. They're further behind. What? They've slowed down. Yeah, but they're not crawling across the roofs? Uh, not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but at the moment, they're sort of slinking on the ground and about six houses back. They've slowed down, but uh, no, they're not crawling across the roofs. Shall we make the next corner and set up a blind? Right. That's probably for the best. Get the drop on them, right? Hopefully. But don't uh, don't be too rough, just in case. There's. I'm going to say you're about a block from uh, an inn that you're aware of. Cool. <clears throat> There's lots of people here that um are just trying to get by. I understand. But back at you. Cool. <laughs> um... Yeah. I pull out a knife and then I unclip the sheath the knife is on and then sheath the knife and then hold that. And I'm like, it'll hurt, but I won't kill him if it comes to it. And then we get, yeah, get in position to... You sort of turn the corner into a 
more subtle alleyway and you pick one that looks like you might actually, you know, be heading somewhere. But I'm assuming sort of stop not far into the alley. Yep. Not many moments pass and a, a figure sort of steps into sight and stops dead and looks you in the eye. That was a nine. He raises a hand and says, The woman. I want the gold. What, me? Tell her to drop the gold. He's indicating at the Phelan. Don't kill him, Brick. Just... Wait. This isn't a negotiation. Give me the damn gold. Oh, buddy. I think you really don't want to be picking a fight with us. You don't want to pick a fight with me today. Give me the gold. Now. Well... I'm going Why not? to count to five. <clears throat> Can I just like... You have your weapon, right? Yeah, I have my weapon. I'm tapped Disarm down. Him. I'm tapped <laughs> down. Can I just be like... I want to walk up to him with my weapon bared menacingly and just literally try and intimidate him, intimidate him out of this. One. Keep counting. Two. Last fight we got into, this guy beat me and I cannot let that stand. So I will take your number if you would like it. Three. Four. <laughs> and I raise my weapon. That's very intimidating, Rob. That is very intimidating. It, what is he Baron or Graydon? Baron. I pull out coin from my coin purse and without defending myself, just like extended in an open hand towards him. His knobbly hand drops the shank he's holding and his shaking hand sort of like tenuously and then snatches. I say. And then he scurries. As he runs, like even around, okay. It's not worth your life. It's worth me fucking daughters, he says as he runs away. Did we get a good look at him? He had sunken eyes. He was in his late 30s. Okay, so if he popped up again, we would be able to spot him. Unshaven, yeah. Cool. I told you. <sighs> well? This part of town's had a hard run of it. Lots of barrowing down here, and as tensions have got worse, the great and of found people to take it out on, I guess. But I can't imagine it was that good beforehand. Anyway, it's not, not much further. Um, Actually, on that, I might need to go with this one alone. What, what do you mean? I mean that... This is a dangerous part of town and I don't want to get you guys into the same sort of mess as last time. So I'll go ahead. The tavern is a block and a half down. Take the second left. It'll probably be closed, but I'll see what I can do about that. It's some... The Rusty Ale Tavern. <clears throat> I'm sure that's in my notes somewhere. 
It is. Oh my god, there were three paragraphs of notes after the name of the tavern. If it is as dangerous as you say, I should be with you. I'm perfectly capable of handling myself, Brick, but these two, not so much. <laughs> did you see what I did? I'm just going to keep bringing that up every single time. Yes, Kat, that was impressive. <clears throat> Brick, roll a perception. But I understand. Dalvin, but if you run into trouble or need our help. Eladra is shit scared. She's trying to stay composed, but you can read her. Cool. Just, just so you know. I also make that really, really subtle knowing that she's kind of next to me as well and say, If yeah. I run into trouble and I need some help, well then I think my luck's run out. Look, give me five minutes. If you're desperate to come charging in the hero, if something goes wrong, then you're welcome to it. But I, I recommend you just turn around. But um, come there. They won't, they won't come outside to let, like, to meet you or anything. So definitely go there. Give me five, but um, if things look off, keep your wits about you. Okay. All right. But uh, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. It's the barrowing part of town. Could possibly go wrong. Can't all go wrong, right? (laughs) Very lucky that I'm feeling really vulnerable and powerless right now, (laughs) because... Otherwise, I'd be reading your emotions so hard right now. <laughs> I told you what it... Remember a while ago I said not to poke around in my head? Ah, uh, well, you make it very tempting sometimes. Mm. Right. Suddenly she sees me without my overcoat on and she wants to poke around in me. Ah, it's always like that. I'll see you in five minutes. Take care. Off he goes. So Dalvin walks down the street. You're not happy with this arrangement. No, me neither. I think that maybe we should go ahead a little bit behind and keep an eye on him. Do you follow behind? I'm going to give him a minute instead of five and just, yeah, kind of start mosing my way. You sort of slink out. The alleyways, the street is fairly empty and a good, you know, block away. Almost around the corner, you see the the side of Dalvin sort of take a breath and walk into a building <clears throat> with the rusty ale sign dangling over the top mm-hmm. with the chain broken on one side, so it's dangling. I wasn't listening. Did you follow me? O- off at a distance. Sneaky <laughs> menace. I'll make sure you're okay. But he, he enters. Mm-hmm. Um, he knocks first. Doesn't seem to have been open. And after a moment, it, it, he gets let in eventually. And you're left to wait. In the next five minutes, you feel the fatigue in your body. It's, you know, nine in the morning, a full, you know, 24 hours since you were having breakfast just a block away. In the next five minutes, 
your body is balancing stress and worry with complete fatigue. As you're waiting, and nothing emerges yet, in the, in the street opposite you, sort of on the other end of the alleyway that you were just in, it's a short alleyway, it's only 20 metres long, and around the corner from two houses, you hear some fairly uproarious laughter and a few people sort of shocked and, and jostling each other and someone says, I can't believe it, I got a fucking tongue. And they're chatting. And you uh, roll perception. Still fatigued, yeah. Okay. Still fatigued. Um, and you'll, you'll, get, you'll gather based on your roll, so it'll vary. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. Oh, I got to That's a you both, two. You both got two. You don't see anyone, mm-hmm. but you overhear some shock and laughter and whoa, and one of them says, I can't believe something so gruesome in our town, but oh, the sparrow's out to cut bits off whoever he fucking wants. Or she, says one of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of them says, don't waggle that thing at me. It's like, what's fresh? Iron God meat. Ah, he's like cackles. I, uh, I don't know about you, Brick, but I am um, starting to feel a little vulnerable. I can understand that feeling. Ten minutes has passed. I, I swear it's been longer than he said it would. We Shouldn't we go? I think so. You head towards the rusty alien. And yeah. just as you're approaching it, you're about one house away. The door creaks open. And a crusty, weathered leather boot clanks on the ground. And a squinty face, covered in scars, is looking around, looking curious and amused. He's holding a knife in his hand with a rag, sort of wiping the end of a knife. Hello. Fine. Oh, you then. All right. You have a friend who's in a world of trouble. Great. Follow me. And he heads in. No need to watch my back, he says, as he walks forwards. And there's another man in there, sort of leaning back. He's got a couple of earrings and he's missing a finger, standing behind the bar. And he looks at you guys, enter and eyes you as you follow behind this man. Mm-hmm. He leads you up the stairs. Every step has a creak and feels like it's about to give way. This is a not friendly establishment. And slowly leads you down a dark hallway in the top story of this two-story inn. And he turns around He's got a cut, uh, an old scar that covers the length of his entire neck. Scars all along his face. His shirt is half open and you can see some scars under there too. He's a weathered, worn, battle-hearted man. All right. Don't mess up my room. And he unlatches the door and lets it creak open and stomps away behind you 
and the door swings open to reveal a dusty, floored bedroom with the curtains drawn. It's very dark inside the room. And on the end of the bed is perched a black, hooded, masked figure. Uh, hello? Do we recognise it? What is the shape kind of like? The mask is slightly beaked, pointed at the front. Okay. And the hood is pulled back. Hair is oiled, pulled back over the and tied back. And a very slender body in black clothing. It's just looking at you. Ah, I believe I turn to Brick and say... I believe this is the person that's been following us. I would have my weapon out on God. You have your weapon out on God. So, what can we do for you? It's more about what I can do for you. I've got... And Delvin's hand reaches up and pulls down this baked mask and just drops it beside him on the bed. It's time I come clean. Delvin? What the fuck? I've got a lot to tell you. And why don't you take a seat? All right. The old 12. Sorry, this is just like a how do I react role. This is if I go into the room or not, but it was a 12. So very hesitantly, Catalina will go into the room. But the door is staying open. I'll stay in the doorway. Okay. And I think that's where we're going to have to end this episode. Ah! <laughs> it's so short. Oh. But there is a little something that we need to let you guys know. Okay. The next episode, chapter 20 of Iron Spire, is already recorded. Oh! And the next episode of this series is going to cover the length of the campaign and tell the story that Delvin, or the Sparrow, is about to tell you. Fuck. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, I'm so excited. Ah, so that'll be fun. Uh, it's half edited, so I'll finish that off so that you guys can watch it before next, next week. week. Uh, and for those of you who join us in our stream, obviously we won't be role-playing, but we're going to do a long overdue fan art session. Oh, yay. And, okay. uh, and hang out with people and sort of, yeah, just oh. hang out a bit for once, which will be well, really cool. We've had some pretty long sessions, but this one has been brought up for a while. <laughs> Six months, sir. Well played. Yeah. Can I say also, like, okay, this has been, there is so much you guys have in store. Uh, if you've been enjoying theorizing and been, look, uh, we've been seeing people in Discord going off with their theories. It's been delightful. Trust me, you're going to enjoy the next episode. <laughs> uh, it's going to be really, really fun. I want to end the next episode. We'll, we'll do a session where we bring it back to this moment so that the end of the next chapter will be 
fresh with Catalina and Brick and their reactions to hearing the whole story. So it will come to the present before chapter 21 or 22. We're, we're, there's going to be a couple more after this one. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get to the Ainsley meeting by the end of the season. So don't worry about that. We're not stuck in 20 chapters. That's just like the aim. Yep. But this has been a, a long oh. project. I think we'll go into a little more detail later because Dave and I could gush a little bit. We've worked. I don't uh, want to spoil anything. Yeah, no, we don't There's, want to. So what I will say is if you love I Inspire and you should um, because of all the fantastic stuff and all the hard work that's gone into narrating it and you're the sort of person who likes looking into things, this has been going from day zero Mm-hmm. And there are multiple Patreon releases, including <laughs> my favourite, the character building session that we all recorded. Yeah. There's a half an hour session that Dave and I had after what that. What the fuck? Doing his <laughs> proper character yeah, building. I, I, the oh, the character sheet on World Anvil is not Delvin's character sheet. And he has a character sheet. So, And none of you picked up that my roles have been different to my character sheet because, I, as I said, to, in the video, I'm like, don't worry, no one will double-check. No one will double-check. It's, it's, you have to, like, it, patrons, and if you're not a patron, become a patron because this one's juicy. Um, yeah, it's it was very well set up in the fact that he's got exactly the same deception as the roles he would uh. need to roll to be that character convincingly. So every role yeah. Delvin made to do any sort of vocation relating to trade was deception. Oh, my God. So if I was ever pushed on things, I was just lying. So that was the agreement. It wasn't the same thing. Like when someone's like, what's this? What's that gold coin worth? I'd be like, oh, that's 15 ducats. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, they're just a lie. He just made it up on spots. Yeah. So there's a lot to sink our teeth into. Stay tuned for the next episode. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And I can't wait for the shape of the final episodes of Vinespire because it's. A, I think this changes the game in a big way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, my God. Oh. Thank you for watching. Speaking of patrons oh. who uh, are going to enjoy that, wait, I let me get to put the up that the are coming through. We've got some. Still far on the ride. We still haven't seen it at all. They're nowhere near anywhere. And we got the Dark Fox leading out the race. How dare you? It's late, unpredictable, and then all too sudden. We're all just betting on it. Okay, I'm going to enjoy the 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 patron hangout after this. Oh my god! And anyone who has been doing research and keeping notes, you're going to have a field day watching next episode. So fun watching the theories. Did we get across? There's a lot of meat to come in the next chapter. It's going to be really fun for everyone. Did we get across that it's like? Secret episodes that have been recorded the for the entirety time. of the campaign. How have you been doing we snuck, this? We had one evening that was game dev. Do you remember that oh, one? Yeah, Where yeah, Dave yeah. came here by himself for yep. game dev. That was yep. just Dave and I. Oh. So that was a secret session. Other than that, there have been 15 yes. minutes to 30 minutes sneaky.